This is the Fitness Boot Camp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. We're back for another episode today. Uh, we're really excited. I've got uh, Georgette here. Say hello, Georgette. Hi, Georgette. <laughs> and then uh, we've got a special guest, uh, Fred Zoller, uh, and he's coming to us from Lean Performance Academy, his business. Uh, we're really excited to have you on the line, Fred. Thanks for, for joining us. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Great. Now, uh, Fred, why don't we just start right in with uh, – tell us a little bit about yourself. We, we would love to know uh, a little background information, how you got into the uh, fitness arena, the field, to begin with, and a little bit about your journey. Can you go back in time for us a little bit? Sure, sure, absolutely. So when I graduated from high school, I had gotten a baseball scholarship to a local junior college, well, a junior college in Mississippi. I'm actually, I was born in Louisiana. And so I played two years at the junior college level, and then, you know, typically after that, you try to go on to a, a you know, a larger school. But I particularly decided that I would, was going to resign from playing baseball, which was very awkward at the time because I've been doing that my whole life. So I went to a local four-year university as just a regular student and, you know, kind of found myself wandering aimlessly, obviously, after all those years of playing baseball. And, you know, for college, you eat, sleep, and drink baseball. That's all you do. So it was it was awkward and weird. And, you know, there's a bit of, I don't want to say depression, but kind of like thinking, like, man, what am I going to do now? Because I'm, a, you know, pretty competitive guy at that point. So I, I started going to the gym regularly. That was pretty much what I knew. And uh, one fateful day, I saw a sign on a wall, hey, anybody interested in doing a bodybuilding competition, give me a call. And it was actually a female trainer. So long story short, I called her and hired her. And, and that year, I did two shows. I won first place in both of them. And, and I, did, uh, I did bodybuilding for 13 years after that. But that was really my intro into the real fitness world and when I you know actually first became a personal trainer 1995 so uh you know and I didn't know anything about anything other than getting ready for competitions which is doesn't really convert to the real fitness world especially not these days (laughs) and so uh, a few years later you know I had bounced around from box club to box club and and just Woke up one day, I wanted more. I saw the, the industry changing, moving more towards boot camps, groups, that kind of thing. And I wanted to start my own. I was just ready. I had been working for a club for so long. I kind of had my own ideas. You know how we, as entrepreneurs, we just get to that point, I think, if you have that entrepreneurial bug. And so, you know, I told the club that I was working for, I was leaving and start my own place in the same city. They They weren't that happy about that, but I did that. In uh, 2013, May of 2013, I opened up what was initially Lean Training Studio, uh, which was a 1,000-square-foot facility with only 800 square foot of training space. And so I did that, signed a two-year lease, seven months. I grew out of it, built a 5,000-square-foot facility, uh, paid two leases at that point. I was there two years, grew out of that, and now I'm in what I changed the name now to Lean Performance Academy, which is 8,000 square feet. And uh, now we have a full athletic strength conditioning program as well as an adult population program. 
And in the course of those, and this is going to sound strange, but it's true. In the course of those four years, I had five kids. So I had twins, and everybody's like, well, how would you make that happen? I'm like, well, we had twins. So uh, looking for other ways to create, you know, uh, some extra income for my family, obviously, I began to go into the online space. And and basically, um, I, get, I just got the idea that, I, you know, I found something that was working really well in my facility, so I packaged it up and sold it, and I realized that worked well. And then that's basically what I've done. Um, for all of my fitness products is just it's just the things that I'm using in my gym that I have found to be successful and cause me to grow. So um and this one particular product that we're gonna talk about today, the high intensity interval training, is one of those things. So um over the last year I built uh an online business. It's just a personal call it fredzoller.com where I share what I've done in my business to help other fitness fitness pros and fitness businesses grow if they can plug in, you know, and and use the things that I'm doing. And the cool thing is all my products are rebrandable because I realize that as much as fitness is similar, it's different, and we have different populations of people and different types of equipment and just different ideas and philosophies. However, you could, you know, climb into somebody's bones and really use what they've done that's already working and create your own. So that's kind of like been the niche for what I do, and so that's, right. you know, kind of what's brought us here today right that's great yeah uh, it must have been tough to make that transition but uh out of baseball but um you know i i, I think every every young person who grows up in sports if they're not going to the major leagues they have to figure something out <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. because uh, it happens right there's not that yeah, many people yeah. that actually are going to end up in the majors no, and you come to that conclusion when you get older. I mean, I did. I realized that there was there was nothing left after college, and uh, I really didn't want to move to another state, and I wasn't going to be able to get anything in the state that I was in. So I said, you know what? I just hung them up. But yeah, it was it was really tough, really tough. Yeah. It sounds like that launched. That was part of your passion, though. Fitness was related to that, and or it helped. Do you think that helped you, or, or did the discipline you 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 learned help you in business and as a trainer too? Oh yeah, I think the. I mean, I could go back, and and most people would probably laugh or either disagree, but the first lady that I hired, who was uh, just about to become a professional at the time who I had just an incredible experience. It was life-changing. She was this amazing trainer. I mean, did everything she said she was going to do. But I took, I actually took out a small school loan to hire her because, you know, a college kid, I did not have enough money to hire a personal trainer, but it was something that I wanted so bad. And everybody was like, man, that was retarded. And I'm like, well, it changed the whole course of my life. And, you know, of course, they're all paid back now, so it's good. It was a good investment in my mind. <laughs> I can relate to that uh, bodybuilding is the way I kind of backdoored it and got into that first and then got into fitness and found out that were like they were like two different monsters, you know, very different. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely different, no doubt. I had to, yeah, switch the mindset. Like I, I couldn't train everybody the way I was used to training. They weren't in it. They weren't even close to that goal. <laughs> it was a big, uh, it was a little bit of adjustment, little adjustment. Let's just say that. 
Yeah, you begin to realize that if you do train people like that, you're actually doing more harm than good. Because if you're not an athlete, you don't have that type of goal. And right. even if someone could do that style of training short term, it was going to just really mess them up long term. So, yeah, maturity taught me that, I think. <laughs> That's crazy. And yeah. Now I don't even agree with that style of training that I used to do myself. I mean, mine was a little overboard, but, you know. Yeah. That's a, t- that's a whole other conversation. No doubt. So now uh, moving into today, uh, how is tell us a little bit about your business. You, you mentioned it, a quick overview. How is your business going, and you know how do you see this uh, this new product that you're, you're you've put together? How do you see this helping people? Let's get a little bit more into what what you're working on now. So my business is is uh, it's in slide L still. It's doing it's doing very well. I've, I've hit, basically hit record numbers for myself every year that I've been open. Um, and, you know, I started a group training program. The one that I, you know, at my gym, I specifically call it metabolic chaos. And so basically my idea was, okay, people need to do conditioning, but they need to do conditioning that's programmed properly. And it needs to work, but it doesn't need to kill people. And, you know, I'm just – I'm a huge fan of minimum effective dose. It's been proven over and over and over again. But there's a lot of programs out there today that are maximum effective dose, which, you know, you die and you feel accomplished and you may build a community, but you don't really get the results. So it's like that doesn't make sense in my mind. So for me, it's it's minimum effective dose, right? What can I get people to do long-term, have a lot of fun doing it, and and make it work and put it into my facility to where – you know, we're able to have fun and make modifications, regressions, progressions. However, we're still following a template for real programming, you know, and to keep it professional. And, you know, that program has just exploded for me. And so, you know, Georgette and I, you know, we've been having a relationship for about probably a year, year and a half since I first started. And, you know, we were just chit-chatting about it. And, and we just decided, hey, I'll bet we could put this together and help other people get it going in their facility because we know it's a need. There's no doubt about it. People need conditioning. They're trying to lose weight. But we also know that if you try to over-condition somebody, you're going to do more harm than good. They're not going to lose weight. Their body won't be able to withstand it long term. So, you know, there has to be some conditions that have to be met. So that's how we came up with the idea for the hit product and then a rebrandable metabolic madness. So. I, I think it's going to be able to – I mean, if it's something you're not already doing, it'll be quite beautiful. If it's something you're already doing, you may be able to plug in some things and maybe fine-tune uh, what you're already doing. Right. And if you're already doing it and it's exactly like this and it's working, then that's good too. Right, because we had a lot of things in common, which is why I started going in the different, a little bit different direction online too, putting together more – um, programs that people could use and, you know, not over killing it with the uh, conditioning or the hit. So we found we had a lot of similarities in our philosophies. It's not identical, but um, when we we settled on hit. So we could talk a little bit about that in an educational sense. I mean, I know we broke it down into three categories like fat loss, or four categories, actually, because we put Tabata in there. But, you know, 
that was just our way of segmenting it. But we had fat loss, endurance, most people familiar with that, and then strength or power, most people not really using that. <laughs> you see, for boot camps anyway, you see an overkill of, you know, one yeah. style of hit rather than the other. So, you know, we could talk about that and melt in and maybe even melt in some hit training mistakes, which that might be one and the same question. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well, what you'll see is, you know, if somebody does some type of high-intensity interval training routine and they get results, they think, just like anything, more is better. And, you know, in my mind, the real fitness world realized right away and quickly that more is not necessarily better. And so, you know, the body is very keen. It knows how to defend against certain things. And, um, I mean, you can just look statistically. I mean, and, and I in, in the product, I, I actually – published i mean i didn't publish i posted published research in this that proves that those things are false right. and why we have to deal with them as coaches uh you know doing some type of periodization where we're just not uh blistering people on a regular basis because you know for one maybe their nutrition's not in order or you know you fall into that category which a lot of trainers do they'll say oh but it was such a good workout and i'm like I mean, how are you judging good just because somebody's tired or they're sweating? In my mind, a very good workout translates into the result that they're looking for. And so no matter, you know, how hard we try, you know, if we ain't getting the result, then it's not successful, and that's just the way it is. And so HIT is, yeah, it's watered down. There's a gazillion different types of HITs that people have come up with, and which is fine. Right, but at the end of the day, it's a period of work, a period of rest, uh, based on a person's heart rate, somewhere along that line, a recovery period. And um, but you know, as Georgette said earlier, we, you know, we kind of, and I don't say these things are defined or there are very specific protocols, but the way that we do our training is, you know, there's a fat loss protocol, right, which is a certain amount of rest, work to rest ratio, and and certain exercises as well that make it a little bit more uh, specific, I guess, you know, and then there's a strength protocol, which that word alone should, un you should understand that it could be very high intensity, but if strength is involved, you know, you're going to be, you know, have some load added to it. Uh, and then there's endurance, which most people would, re you know, realize that they're going to be longer, right? They're going to be uh, protocols that are intended to increase your overall endurance, you know, so Hit as good as hit is. If you if you wanted to train for endurance, if you only did a Tabata, it's probably not going to make you that good at endurance. So you know these things have their different uh, qualities or characteristics, I guess you could say. And then of course we do you know the Tabata, which is very popular, but you know that as well has gotten really butchered uh, over the years with the way people have just thrown it out there and uh, you know. And and it's fine, like call a workout whatever you want, but at the end of the day, it was you know, intended for a purpose as a performance protocol, and when done exactly like it it was uh, created, it's very, very, very effective. So that's kind of how we went with that, huh, Georgette? Right. That's exactly right. I mean, there's just we've been seeing a lot too, like we've discussed in the past on this podcast. But there's been a lot of like overkill especially in the boot camp industry. I mean, you don't really see that with the one-on-ones. 
where you're like, you know, having people like crawl out of things and it's all conditioning from start to finish or, you know, Tabata for an hour. Um, you know, but you do see it a lot in the boot camp industry. You'll see a big long blackboard of, you know, you know, 16 exercises or whatever, 26 exercises and, you know, just overkill, plain and simple, oh. no other way to put it. it. So it does happen a lot in the boot camp industry, which is why I started taking things in a whole other direction because I, Facebook, you know, it got, it got more out there. Like if some people were doing this in the past, not a lot of us knew it. But now there's all these groups with people posting workouts and and YouTube and anywhere else. It's just it's spreading <laughs> like wildfire, yeah. and it's it, you know it's not good. <laughs> I don't like it. No, but right, right, right. Well, the challenge we face as as coaches, right, and I use that word very specifically, right, because a coach is somebody who puts your goals before their own, and right. So we're, you know, this is the thing, like, you know, and I post this question to every fit pro, including myself. It's like, yeah, we have all these tactics and all these, everybody knows what they're doing and everybody is gurus and pros or whatever, yet the world is steadily getting more obese as we speak. <laughs> and so my question is, is, you know, how are you affecting that? If you have this philosophy where, you know, you want to do kettlebell swings with kettlebells in your teeth, it's like, right. how are you really – how are you really coming off to the people that really need us the most? If you say, you know, <laughs> if you're bad teeth, I can't get over that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a guy doing push-ups with kettlebells in his teeth saying, this is what you need to do if you need to get strong. And it's like that YouTube video went viral. Imagine right. if you were, you know, an overweight person that happened to caught wind of that who was just about thinking about getting back into the gym or doing some training. And you're like, I'll never be able to do that. And the reality is it's just completely false. Those people selling those things, they want people to watch their TV shows and buy their products, and it's just – it's really bogus. And right, and he gave a very, you know, wild example, you know, of somebody with kettlebells in their teeth. But it, it, it's <laughs> it's not right. always well, that, that obvious. I mean, it, it it's sometimes not. it looks like a very innocent workout with, that would look good to, to the average – Joe, and I mean even the average trainer, and it's being, you know, swiped and copied and, and used in groups and and really with no, I don't know how to say it, it's not, but I think we understand what I mean. Yeah, they're just, they're it's just like, a whiteboard workout. Right, and sometimes... You know, along with the hit mistakes you were refer, you know, referring to, there's also another ass branch onto that we've discussed and hammered to death on this podcast, but is that um, random does not equal variety, <laughs> if you no, follow my No mind. doubt about it. Right, so random doesn't mean variety and more, more does not mean, you know, progress or variety either. Sometimes less or a regression or, a, you know, there's a million ways to add variety um, and more isn't one of them. <laughs> it may be 
but it's not the only one. So, yeah, people are just stuck on you know more is better, more is better, and uh, you know that's just one of those things. And you know, like I said, I use an extreme example, but those are the things that stick out in people's mind. I remember seeing a tagline from one gym that said, "Your workout is our warm up," and it's like. That's all fine and dandy if you want to have, you know, a very athletic, you know, young population, people that are going there and just crushing it. But for me personally, and I think for the majority of people that are in this industry, we're like, that's not really our population of people. And so, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, it's like if if you want to do high-level training, that's fine. But, but, but real training is different. It requires programming and, you know – real stuff that we need to think about on a regular basis. Uh, right. And right. So, and the yeah, more, it's a topic definitely needs to be discussed more often. Yeah. Because the more and more and more has become the obsession of, mm-hmm. of the industry, and it shows when you're, you know, when you're on Facebook, and, you know, and it's, that's the way it gets, goes viral. Yeah, and, no know, doubt. more that and it was funny because Dr. John Berardi actually sent out a, an email today on a similar uh, subject: the right amount of exercise at the right intensity at, and at the right time. You train, you learn, you get healthier and stronger. Too much exercise with too high an intensity, too often, you strain, you stress, you shut down, and you break down. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, when when you. So we're not the only ones preaching, so we're not preaching to the choir, I hope, but we're trying to hit the people who that are not kind of apparently grasping this because I'm seeing it all over Facebook and yep, people are yep. now writing about it. Tony Gentle Accord, you know, a bunch bunch of people are writing about yeah. it. So Absolutely. So what we did Yeah, and then you know, of course nutrition has so much to do with it. And uh you know anyway. So, I mean, you know, the hierarchy of fat loss, I mean, first thing is correct nutrition. I mean, you know, I don't care how much. I've seen people just almost kill themselves, and really their body don't change. And right. and so it's like, you know, your body's done got to where it's working against you, and it, eventually it will. It will break down, exactly like you said. That's that's awesome. Yeah, you, you stress, you strain, you break, shut down, you break down. So – you know, it's too high, uh, too high intensity, too often. So what we did, right? So now we got to put our, you know, money where our mouth is. That's, you know, we don't want to just, you know, I see a lot of complaining and a lot of like pointing out of what's wrong, but you don't often see the solution to follow, which is what, you know, we were trying to do, which is which is what I try to do with the recent products that I've come out with. It's not, you know. Like I haven't said this before, but what we tried to do in this instance was give, you know, the, the hit workouts with different protocols or different under different categories, for lack of a better name. And um, also, we're going to be giving the rebrandable done for you program in um, metabolic chaos, or we called it metabolic madness, but you get to call it whatever you want since it's rebrandable. So the Done For You product is going to be called Hit Academy, and um, it should be ready next week. We'll find out. Absolutely. We're shooting for Tuesday, I think, um, 
as of right now for next week, and this is what? This is Tuesday, so it's exactly a week. <laughs> yep, and the beautiful thing is, 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 you know, one of the things that I wanted to, uh, to, to really, uh, zero in on is, is what rebrandable really means because I just launched another product and right. I, I realize in hindsight maybe I probably should have explained it a little bit better but um, yeah. it doesn't just mean that you can use it it means that you you should you need to and you should change it to where um, you know you can follow the blueprint but it needs to fit your facility Right. Uh, for instance, you know, my last product, you know, had some fitness standards, and one was a barbell squat. And the guy says, "Well, I don't, I don't have any barbells." And I said, "Okay, well, do you do any strength training for your legs?" And he says, right. "Well, yes." And what do you use? Kettlebells. Okay, well, we'll develop some strength standards with your kettlebells. And he was like, a light bulb went off. And I said, "So you still have the standard? It's still a strength standard, and it's still a standard for leg strength." But now you're going to use, you know, your equipment, whether you're indoor, outdoor, use kettlebells, body weight, whatever it is, and you develop your own standard that you can use with your population of people. And so that same thing holds true here, um, you know, with your schedule and your people and how many classes you offer. So I, th- I think it's going to go over well. I really do. It's a good product. I mean, it, it really does. Well, rebrandable is not a licensing thing. It's it's rebrandable. Right. I mean, you, you, know, you follow the blueprint. You take the marketing uh, suggestions or actual wipes that we give you. You take the program itself, you know, and adapt it. Rename it, adapt it, and use it in your facility. You know, they need more help with adapting it than, you know, we could. We'll probably, we are throwing in actually a bonus with that because, I think we found you found also in hindsight that some people like to discuss, <laughs> ask questions, have a little more feedback from the you know the creator of the product. So there's a, there are going to be some coaching, right? Group coaching calls that we'll use as a bonus there. Absolutely, yeah. Implementation is key, yeah, and right. it's kind of you know it, it paralyzes a lot of people uh, from buying something that could very well, especially with the value, you know, of the program that we're selling. But the implementation paralyzes them, you know, because they, you know, they don't feel like they're going to get any support or maybe they're going to have questions they don't get answered or we, we won't respond to their emails. And so, uh, yeah, some implementation calls and a few of your questions answered can make all the difference with getting the program up and running and going and really change the face of your business. So that's our goal with that, for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, although there's done for you workouts, and a lot of them, I mean, they could get do a lot with that part of the product alone. But, you know, the other part is just as important, so it's almost a two-part product. What do you think about that, Jess? I mean, I haven't even gotten to talk to you. How does that sound? It sounds pretty good. Um, you know, it would be really good, I think, for because this is a really cool um, product, I like to do a quick review, too, because, you know, we have a lot of different kinds of people now that are listening to this in different stages of their fitness business. And I think we have even people that aren't trainers that listen to it. This this product sounds like it could be for a lot of people, depending. But um, if you don't mind, maybe you could, uh, Fred, maybe you could summarize here as we wrap this up because we're getting short on time. Summarize who exactly is this for 
who, and maybe who's it, it's not for, and what are the main reasons, like if you had to summarize, what are the top maybe two or three or four reasons that somebody ought to get this for their, their fitness business or for their just their fitness program? Well, we did it in two parts, and we did that specifically because each part holds value, right? So we have the Hit Academy, where we kind of give you a brief overview of what high-intensity interval training is, and then there's some pros and some cons. And I think that people uh, – and this goes across the board for, you know, just trainers and gyms because I know they're going online and copying and pasting workouts when they're not really doing research and, and understanding the actual effect that this is going to have on their clients. So – um, so basically, we define HIT. We define what we consider like the most popular uh, protocols, or you know, whatever you want to call it. And so then we define those, and then we give you uh, 22 individual workouts for each category, so you can see exactly what that looks like. And then the second part of the manual is is things you got to consider when you're coaching, right? Which is periodization. And so I posted some research about overtraining and how. Uh, you know, if you do one protocol for too long, they tested it and realized that the result was null versus doing periodization where you have maybe an endurance protocol for a little while and then you switch to a fat loss and then you switch to a strength and then you switch to, you know, adding in some Tabata or something like that within your strength routines. And and the results were staggering uh, compared to doing like regular traditional cardio and running and different things like that. So, and, and, and with that, when you overtrain and you overprogram, there, there are some, uh, there's actually some, some negative things that can happen with high intensity of training. So I kind of wanted to outline that just to give people an idea. Hey, we're putting this out there. We're letting you know that the workouts that we did were, you know, very thought out and then, um, and then, you know, we put – this is what happens if you overtrain and the benefit – you know, the I say the benefit, the, the disadvantage of that. And then we decided to put it into a group training program. So, you know, typically that would be for people that do group training or have a fitness business. But if you're a trainer and you're doing semi-private and you're looking to do some high-intensity interval training with your clients, you could use this as well. And so what I did was is I mapped out how I do an entire year of programming – for my high-intensity interval, which we do, we do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday strength, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, high-intensity interval, and we teach our clients to come two times a week for high-intensity interval training. And it's funny because people say, that's all the cardio they do is two days, and I'm like, yeah, nobody in my facility stays the same. We lose weight. And the good thing is they can come in and they really hammer their workouts because they're not overtrained, and they're going to have rest time. You know, either by strength training or taking time completely off. And it works. The good thing is, is it keeps general population people going longer. And it makes them realize, oh, I don't have to be a six day a week, three hour a day junkie to get results. And it's like, no. Now that's what you want to do. That's fine, but it's not necessary. And so if you have a program like this already in place, you can kind of look at and see the way that I do it and the way that I've, it's been very successful in my gym. If not, it's a way to build it out. Uh, we provide some marketing materials, so I use my exact emails when I when I send out when I'm trying to recruit people to come to our gym for our group training to see what we offer, or if it's brand new to your facility, how you market within your own clientele, and that's basically by telling them the benefits and stuff like that. And of course, it needs to be fun. I remember, you know, I listened to a a presentation by a, you know a coach one time, a business coach, and he said, "Look, at the end of the day, for general population people, they need to be having fun." 
you know, because when you stop having fun, you stop going. I mean, and and, I, and it just it hit me. I was like, that's so true. We want to have results, but if people are not having fun doing what they're doing, then they're probably not going to stay long term. So we try to make the workouts fun, but safe and effective at the same time. So uh, it could quite probably go across the board. I mean, like like Georgette said, I mean, just the workouts alone. Uh, you know, and the and the education on the high intensity interval training is is worth the value. Right, and we didn't go into like deep science, so it's not like overkill. And you need, you know, an interpreter sitting next to you. It's very clear and concise, and it's short, sweet, to the point. And then, you know, the workouts alone would be, you know, uh, <laughs> half the product. <laughs> It's going to be worth what we're going to be giving it away for, practically. But, you know, Absolutely. Two parts of it. And plus calls now, you know. I mean, so we're going to launch it next week, like, very, very reasonable. And then, you know, we're going to increase it, obviously. But that's, um, you know, basically we want to try to educate the trainer, give them the done-for-you program and stuff, and, you know, try to keep a fine line between – overkill and and even with fun i see fun going to the extreme right as well you know we don't need to be doing circus acts and we don't need to be going over overboard there's a there's an actually you know periodization and programming and <laughs> and protocol and, and whatever word you want to use that you can actually have both <laughs> you can actually be you know Hitting both ends in an educated, smart way. So, get the academy. So Fred, um, just because we're we're getting pretty short on time here, Fred. Um, obviously, Georgette and I are going to be sending out links to this. Uh, but if somebody wants to learn a little bit more about you and uh, and your world and what you do, what what's a good way to get a hold of you? Uh, website, you know, Twitter, email. What what? Uh, how, how do people learn more about Fred? Uh, the majority of people just visit my website. I have my uh, gym website, which is www.leanperformanceacademy.com, very simple. And then uh, for my online business, it's www.fredzoller.com. So pretty easy links. I do have a Facebook page. It's just Fred Zoller. And then I have my Lean Performance Academy Facebook page. also have Instagram. It's where it's FreddyZ08, meaning eight people in my family because I have six children. So that's pretty easy for people to remember, too. But, um, yeah, and, I mean, just email. Like, I pretty much make myself available because, you know, I believe in my products. These are things that I'm using. And, you know, a lot of times, like Georgette said, just having a conversation and getting some questions answered makes all the difference in the world. So I try to be as available as possible. That's great. Uh, any uh, any last words, Georgette or Fred? Well, I'm actually looking forward to launching it. I'm, you know, Sorry, I can't give you a link. It's not ready, <laughs> but we'll, we will have it ready, and I'll get that over to you as well. But uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to, to the Hit Academy product. I think, you know, we're starting to get our heads together and put together quality products and not just, you know, throw out stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of that, so... Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, every single product that I've done, even my free, uh, even my free gifts and, you know, different things are all, uh, stuff that I'm actually using in my gym. And so 
you know, a lot of people say, hey, Fred, you know, how'd you grow your business, you know, so much over the last four years? And it's like, it's what I'm doing. I'm sharing exactly what I'm doing. And like, I mean, for $49, I mean, this is inc- this is an incredible value. And, and you know, like Georgia said, I'd have to say, you know, this is quality stuff. Like, we're not throwing stuff together. This is well thought out. Like, it's not a science project, but I did want to back up the claims that we make because that's important, you know. And so, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I just unveiled the curtain. This is exactly what I'm doing. People can go to my website, and they can see my schedule and everything exactly like it is. And so it's going to be good stuff. I'm excited about it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, uh, Fred Zoller. We appreciate you. Uh, and um, we're looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. And uh, everybody that's listening, uh, I, I know there's a lot of anticipation. So I think actually it's good that it wasn't quite ready today. <laughs> I think that's going to even help build some more anticipation because people are going to really love this. Thanks again for joining us today. Thank you. You too. All right, you guys, take care and have a great day. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.